7.40 now on Connect FM. It's your Monday morning connection, and it's time for a spring training update on the Pittsburgh Pirates. It is presented to you this morning by Jim's Custom Collision, voted number one in the best of Tri-County. Jim's Custom Collision is your one-stop collision shop. And for our spring training update on the Pittsburgh Pirates this morning, we're going to talk with Greg Brown once again. Good morning, Greg. Dan, good morning. How you doing? Doing very well. And how about yourself? Doing great. Doing great. We've kicked off the uh, spring schedule on Saturday. We've had two games, one on the road down in Fort Myers. So Saturday, we did that one on the radio side. Neil Walker and I traveled a couple hours down to take on the Twins. We saw Henry Davis catch on Saturday for the first time uh, in, a, in a spring game last year. Uh, yeah. The former number one pick caught only one inning in the major leagues, worked real hard, stayed down here in Bradenton to try to hone his craft and is hoping to win a job as a catcher out of spring training. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday we saw the newly signed Mitch Keller make his spring debut at the Pirates Home Ballpark in Bradenton, Lecom Park. He pitched a couple of innings. We saw O'Neill Cruz play shortstop. We also have seen the first two games, and this will continue for the next uh, at least handful of games, a lot of minor league players. Talk about this every year, Dan, that uh, you know wins and losses are meaningless in spring training for any right, team. Right. Uh, it's, it's all about getting the work in. It is especially meaningless in the first half to three-quarters of a spring training season because – of all the minor league players that play at least half of these games. And these are, these are players that don't have names on their backs. The, just the, the high numbers. You scramble to find out anything you can about them. <laughs> Unfortunately, many of them, the majority of them will never even sniff the major leagues. Sure. Uh, so it's just really hard to get a gauge on what the major league club will look like. It's good for them and it's fun for us to kind of try and find out what their path is going to be like and what their story is all about. But uh, the main thing was we got a chance to see Keller pitch a couple of innings yesterday. Saw O'Neill Cruz take the field for the first time since he got hurt April 9th of last year. Looked good, made a nice play defensively. Uh, hit a long foul. <laughs> was not a, uh, a home run. It was a foul ball, but hit one that was a tape measure shot to right field that hit the top of the roof of the Pirates clubhouse. Oh, man. And, in fact, I was watching... Mitch Keller, after he got done his two innings, went into the clubhouse, and as often the case in these spring games, members of the media, the writers, uh, can go in there and talk to these pitchers after they're done, which is unusual. They don't do that during the regular season while the game is still going on. But they gathered in the clubhouse, and they're talking to Mitch about his outing and how he felt. And all of a sudden, he paused mm. for a minute, and he said, whoa. And he said, <laughs> wow. Okay, he said, uh, O'Neill just hit one on the roof here. He said that that was wild. <laughs> so it was uh, it was a good good day. It's been a good weekend. That's great. And we got that big question answered. We were talking about on Friday, Greg, about uh, Davis and whether he would be put in that catching role. So it was good to see that. Good to see it, and and it'll still it'll be a story that unfolds throughout the spring because although he has made great strides to the point where he is actually catching a spring training game. Uh, I'm not convinced that he has convinced the Pirates, uh, powers that be, the Pirates brass, that he should be 
the starting catcher once the season opens. So he's got a long way to go. I built this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll watch it throughout the spring. And, and these are things like the nuances of the catching role. Uh, how does he not only call a game, and he's, I've heard a couple of pitchers praise him for how he's called these games, but also how does he frame these pitches? How does he block pitches in the dirt? Now, on Saturday, there were three wild pitches uncorked, but I think most of the blame would go to the pitcher. I'm not sure that any catcher could have truly blocked any of those. Yeah. Uh, but but again, that's a story that will unfold. But at least he caught the first, which I thought was critical. I thought if he was not in that lineup on Saturday, there's no way he's catching during the regular season at the start of the year because, heck, we're down in Fort Myers. He's a rookie, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, less than a full year. And if he's not in the starting lineup, then forget the regular season. But but at least it's a start, and a, and a good start for him, I thought. Great, great. Now, one of those other big issues to deal with here at this point in spring training is, of course, um, you know, shoring up the uh, what the starting rotation is going to be for the starting pitchers. And, of course, you know, a big piece of that puzzle is Mitch Keller, and it was fantastic to learn about his signing uh, here over the last several days. But what about the rest of that picture? Uh, there's some question marks as far as the Pirates' uh, starting rotation is concerned, right? Yeah, that's still kind of unclear as we stand now. Now, maybe the Pirates have a different idea of what, what, what they're, I guess they do. You know, there, there's this old adage that uh, there really is no competition in spring training because these games are so meaningless that the Pirates, and that's probably true, that that the Pirates have already in their mind who the 26 players will be on the opening day roster, uh, 13 position players, 13 pitchers. Uh, now you'll need five starting pitchers when the season begins. Mm-hmm. We know, as you say, that Keller will certainly be one of them. Marco Gonzalez, a left-handed pitcher the Pirates acquired over the winter. Uh, Martin Perez, who was on the world champion Texas Rangers this past year, another veteran left-hander. He'll also be a member of the starting rotation. But where the others fit in uh, amongst a handful of pitchers, uh, the younger guys like Quinn Priester, who we saw last year, we saw Bailey Falter, the left-hander the Pirates acquired from the Phillies last summer. He pitched on uh, Saturday in Fort Myers. Today we will see Rowansi Contreras pitch up in Dunedin against the Blue Jays. Contreras was a guy the Pirates were counting on in the rotation last year. And uh, all of a sudden, he had this dip in velocity. His stuff wasn't good. He was sent to the minors. Things got so bad for him that he was uh, sent down to Bradenton, Florida, in the summer to work one-on-one with some coaches to see if he could figure out where in the world that velocity went. Uh, early on in, in at Pirate City, from what I'm told, the velocity looked like it kicked back up. We'll get our first taste of that today. When he pitches up in Dunedin, it'll be a big start for him. Uh, but yeah, there are, there are a handful of pitchers on the staff now who will try and become you know the fourth and fifth starters on this team. Okay. Well, Greg, it's always so great to hear your thoughts and to uh, get your analysis of how the Buckos are as uh, spring training continues. And uh, I guess you're on the road to uh, for that Toronto game today. Yep, we're heading up to uh, Dunedin uh, this afternoon. Thanks so much, Dan. You're welcome. Have a great day, Greg. You you too. When you have a breakdown or an accident... 
or an accident that causes mechanical damage. <sighs> it's frustrating to be running around from a mechanic to a body shop and maybe back again. See Jim's Custom Collision for mechanical service and bodywork. From an oil change to an engine replacement, Jim's is a do-it-all automotive shop and even offers 24-hour towing. Jim's Custom Collision in Dubois and the Falls Creek Industrial Park. Voted number one in the best of Tri-County.